Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Let's dive into today. And, you know, I, as I always say, things happen, something comes up and it, it, it makes me think about what I want to talk about, right, with you guys. And I got to spend the last last week and a half, I got to spend with clients, new clients, some new potential clients. And it was just, it was just awesome seeing what they've done, what they're doing, the teams they're building, the environments they're creating, the cultures they're building, just absolutely incredible, incredible people. And through that, you know, when we're talking about action month through that, there were several things that, that occurred to me that kind of aha moments or revelations that occurred that I think are important for all of you to, to know and understand, you know, we, if you're, if you're in corporate or you've come out of corporate, there's just some real toxic corporate environments and it doesn't have to be like big corporate. It could be, it could be a school system. It could be a nonprofit. That's a large nonprofit. You know, it just, just these, these organizations have created some real toxic situations, toxic masculinity, right? Toxic entitlement, just, just, places where people can't bring them their best selves to work and where they can't actually do good work, where egos reign and, um, and power reigns as opposed to true innovation, right? And leadership. And that hit me pretty hard as I was working with some of these, these businesses because in business leaders, because it, it solidified this action that I'm taking, right? And how I've really um, narrowed down on who I work with and who my clients are. So I do work with corporations and some leaders within corporations, but I'm very selective about the organizations with whom I will work. Very selective. Um, in fact, there's one that I will, several that I will never work for again, which is great. I mean, they've got really great people. It's just not something I'm going to spend my energy on. And what I realized is part of the reason I love working with the, these women who have built amazing businesses and are just moving from founder to CEO are really trying to, to continue to build something that makes an impact is that I get a chance to work with these leaders to create, to use corporate small C processes, efficiencies, effectiveness of communication, small C corporate, right? The things that are good about that streamlining and automation and those kind of things and to help them utilize that without creating the big C corporate bureaucracy. That they actually get to create the ability to really understand and modify and build organizations that don't have that same kind of madness in them. It's incredible. It's incredible. They don't 
have to live with or create environments where people are more concerned about getting the next thing, therefore they'll do anything to anybody just to get the next promotion versus doing good work, building great teams, having an organization where trust and integrity and honesty and all of those kind of things rule. Those are the things that lead, right? That was one piece of it that, that came up is, is the beauty of being able to stay in that space and being able to work with those kind of people. The other thing was after working with them and coming back home and being really exhausted, because I just, I mean, I left it all on the floor, as they say, right? Left it all on the court. And, and I was pooped by the time I got home. And as I got started thinking about, you know, what, what I was going to do for this week and things I was going to have make happen and was looking back on the time in Atlanta that I had for my uh, certification. And y'all know I feel weird about certifications, but my certification and the time with my clients and moving forward, just all the things, right? During my birthday month, looking for what the next quarter was going to bring. It also hit me that, hey, let me go back and read this, this human design thing that I had done. So it's another type of assessment that, that's pretty deep. And as I started reading it, it was saying things like, you're designed to love the work you do. One of your biggest lessons is prioritize your own excitement and satisfaction. This is not selfish. It's how you can have the most positive impact in the world and on the people around you, right? And I looked at that and I thought, hmm, that's, that's interesting. Let me, let me consider what that really means, right? And then further on, it talks about um, how I deliver, right? And, and using my intuition and that um, in my wisdom, right? When I'm using my intuition, I'm tuned into it and I pay attention to insights that I'm receiving. Remember just a minute ago, I said, things just come to me. That's how I create. There's, I just have a gut. I've always had a gut. Um, and that it's really important for me to trust my intuition because my intuition really does, does guide me. And then it talks about, you know, I can carry a lot of stress. I can, I can carry and manage a lot of stress. Um, and it is important when I'm at my highest potential, right? That I have a consistent way of handling that stress because what that means is if I'm way too overwhelmed or not managing it, I can start making decisions based on what my mind's telling me versus what my tuition is telling me. Remember, I talk about people leading with your heart, but acting with your head. And for me, it is really understanding that intuition because my head, my mind, I can think myself into or out of anything. So making sure that intuition leads. So anyway, I'm reading through all of this report and, and what it's telling me is more and more and more, in this year six of the business, as I'm really looking at moving into to action during this action month and my birthday month and, and this whole year, really kind of getting refocused on where and what and how and when, all of these things are aligning for exactly who I am and what this purpose is that I'm here intended to do and how I'm intended to do it. That the actions that I'm taking, if I will continue to take them, if I will let my intuition guide me and what's, what's in my heart kind of guide me, what my gut is telling me is right, it all comes. And I've said before, sometimes, you know, it's in that stillness 
that we get to what it is we're supposed to do. It's in that stillness that we get really clear on our purpose, really clear on why we're here and what we're supposed to do and, and where we're supposed to move. And, and so this week, in thinking about how we move and what we move, the piece of that is how is your action aligning clearly and definitively with who you are? right? It doesn't have to be some big old crazy action. It doesn't have to be some outrageous madness, but it does have to be connected to who you are. Because when we're taking actions and we're moving into places that really aren't who we are, really aren't what we're supposed to do, and and they aren't really aligned with kind of our, our genius or our gut or our intuition, that's when it feels off. That's when things don't work. When we don't take that time to really listen and discern and and be really clear on what it is we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to be doing it, we get a chance to move or we take the opportunity to move and do things and execute on things that really aren't the thing. And we wonder why they don't work. We wonder why the thing that we really want isn't coming into fruition because we are not acting in a way that is completely aligned with who we are. So we can take action all the time, right? Baby steps, forward movement. And it's important to be okay with baby steps. And sometimes the action we need to take is taking a minute to be still and to understand and to recognize what it is that we are seeing and feeling and hearing. What it is that we are moving into and how we're moving into that and what action we're going to take. You know, as I am working with these clients who are just who are just amazing. And I'll tell you guys a little bit more here in the end about about working with me and some things that are coming up. And then what happened, you know, over the weekend um or or yesterday over the weekend, got my days are running together. Life y'all is really really short. It's really, really short. Time passes really, really quickly, quicker than we even anticipate. And no moment is guaranteed, right? And as my friends and I were connecting yesterday when we'd heard this really, really awful news and devastating news and and heartbreaking news, it was, there, there were a couple things. One, there was this gratitude that we had not put off taking the action to just make the trip happen. Now we hadn't put it off one more month because we were going to, we were going to put it off another month or two, right? Because schedules are crazy and family stuff and all the things, right? And we decided not to, we just made it happen. We just said, you know what? Here's what we're doing. Here's the weekend. Does that work for everybody? Let's just make it happen. And it was the best time. And I think we all needed it. We all needed it. I know I needed it, right? We all needed it. And so we decided to take action regardless of everything else that was going on. We just made it happen. And so when I thought about today and talking about taking action today and being being purposeful and listening to your gut and listening to your intuition and knowing what it is that you're supposed to be doing and how you're supposed to be doing it, it is important that that action you take still stays connected to that deeper goal, right? Even if you're not 
deepen your purpose at this moment? What is the goal that you're trying to achieve? What is the outcome that you are trying to make happen? And does the action that you're taking align with that? Does it support it? Does it move you towards it? Or does it move you away from it? How is that action connected to how you operate? And at a deeper level, who you are, how you make decisions, how you connect with people. You know, when I heard or read my report again and it talked about you know, really being mindful of the connections that you make because I can connect really easily. Now I am, I am an introvert, right? I'm not saying that I enjoy all those connections. It's just that I connect really easily. And, and yet it also said, be really discerning in some of those connections because some of them at the very beginning will seem really great. And it's the right thing. It's the right person. It's right. But give it time because over time, that relationship will reveal itself to you. Over time, right, that project will reveal itself to you. When you're making decisions and moving into action, how do you make decisions? What's the kind of information that you need in order to function well and appropriately for you to get to where you want to be? Right? I like to have clarity. Where I do well is when I have real clarity, when I'm able to think through a decision, think about all the possibilities, right? Proper prior planning prevents poor performance. I like having information, knowing that it's important sometimes to go slow in order to go fast. I like gathering all the data or as much as I can and then moving with intent towards something. That's what I love to do. That's what makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing and moving in the right direction. And when I'm supporting people that I'm doing the right thing because I'm gathering information and I'm asking them the same thing, right? And there are times when my gut just says no or yes. I don't know all the information yet. I don't have the nits nets details, but there's something that tells me, mm, no, let's not, let's avoid that. Or let's give that a minute. Let's just, let's just sit on that right? Really big decisions, big financial decisions in particular. Sometimes I'm an immediate yes. Rarely, rarely. I'm not one of those that's easily sold to with scarcity, right? Oh, it's going to be gone in a minute. Better buy now, right? That's, that's not usually me. I like to sit on it, at least sleep on it 24 hours. And if I'm still excited about it, it still feels right. Then I'm willing to make that decision. I'm willing to say that's a yes. And it's the same thing with the no, right? Let me just, I think this is no, but let me just sit on that. Let me, give me a minute, give me 24 hours and I'll get back to you. Because when I say yes to something, I'm all in. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be in it. I'm going to be supportive. I'm going to be making things happen. I'm going to be gathering data. I'm going to be executing. And if it's not the right thing, that means all of that energy that I have is directed to something that doesn't make sense, which means the energy is draining as opposed to uplifting, right? And you heard me read in the beginning, it says you need to be doing stuff that excites you. And that's not selfish. I would say the same thing to you guys, right? Especially when you're an entrepreneur, if you are a founder and you founded a business and you're really excited about that business. And then all of a sudden, as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you just lose kind of that excitement about it. Are you losing the excitement about the thing or have you built something that really, really is no longer about the thing? And how can you take time to really discern with your mind, with your heart, with your gut, which one it is before you make a rash decision about leaving or starting or going. And before you sit in this 
place of just irritation and frustration. I know me, I get really frustrated. If I have to spend most of my time doing stuff that either seems ridiculous or that I don't want to do, or that's that, that I feel like I have to do because I can't count on other people to do it well, I'm really sitting in frustration. It is not good for me or my psyche or the quality of my work to be sitting in there. But when I'm sitting with my clients and we're talking about their business and they are looking to streamline and be effective and move forward, those conversations all day long, I can have those. Even at the ends of the day, right? end of the days that I have with them in these day long sessions, I'm still energized, right? Sometimes I have to leave so I can get ready for the next one, but I'm still energized. There's still things to talk about and seeing them come to these conclusions because the beauty is that I'm not in the weeds with them in their business. I know enough about the weeds, like I can see them and I understand them but I am not battling them every day. So I can pull up and have that more strategic, higher level view so that I can help them navigate as their chief navigation officer, help them navigate through these next waters that they're trying to navigate, these next processes that they're trying to get through, right? One of them, I was talking to her and her team. Um, and at the end, I was like, no, this was great. I said, you guys, you guys came up with stuff. This is this is just stuff I say. And they were recording some of the things I said, which was fine. I'm, I was okay with that. They were recording some of the things I said because, you know, once I say it, I, I don't remember what I said. And uh, we were talking about some, some positioning and they're like, oh my God, can we just write that down? Because that's what we need to say with our clients. And how do, we, how do we take a different approach to something? That's my genius, is figuring out what it is and taking a different perspective around it thinking about it differently, seeing the other side of the coin and being able to mirror to them what they said and then present a different option for the way they can still get to what they want, but perhaps it might be something that's a little easier or a little more aligned or a little clearer or all of the above or some combination thereof. But in doing that, that means that the action that I'm taking by being very clear on who my client is and how I serve and the work that I want to do. I am staying really aligned with me, my genius, right? My gifts, which enables me to deliver with excellence, right? I told them, I said, you know, I, I'm, it's not that I'm a genius. I'm just really, really good at what I do. I'm exceptional at what I do. They're like, no, 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 you're a genius, right? You're a genius and all that, which I love and I accept and I really appreciate. I'm just really good at what I do. And it took a long time to get to that point to be able to say that. I am exceptional at what I do. And I'm, ex I'm exceptional at what I do because I recognize it is not about me. The joy and the action is about other people. It is about these amazing business owners, these founders who have built something incredible, but are now stuck. And now they're getting bogged down in the people piece, but they're still trying to build the business piece and they're not recognizing how the business strategy and the people strategy are intrinsically connected and that the decisions you make in one immediately impact the other and vice versa. Working with them to get them past that pain of being stuck in that, what do I do next? 
And even if they're not stuck, but they're kind of starting to churn, maybe they're not seeing the return they want. They're not seeing the profit they want. They're, you're, all of the things, what was working for them before isn't working for them now, but they can't see what to do different. They can't discern which levers to pull. When I'm sitting in that with them, with my solution-oriented mind, with my ability to listen actively and see and hear dots that other people don't see, much less are able to connect. When I'm sitting in that and taking action to be in that action, the amazingness happens. The genius happens, right? And so it's really important as you're thinking about taking action and being in action, that the actions you're taking are aligning with who you are and how you show up and how you deliver, whatever your genius is, right? Action, yes, we have to do things that we don't always love, but action is purposeful. Action is purposeful. And, and having a perspective around the actions you take that enable you to evaluate, process, redirect, is the power of alignment. It's the power of having taken that time to understand you. The power of having taken that time to be really, really clear on who you are and why you're here and the impact you're planning to make for you and for those you serve. Because again, leadership is not about you. Leadership is about getting things done with, through, by, and for others right? Leadership is about behavior. It's not about position because you can lead from the back. You can lead from the chair. You don't have to lead from the front. It's about behavior. It's not about position. And if you think about some of the best leaders you've ever encountered, those leaders were likely always in action, always in action. I don't mean just moving. I don't mean whirling dervish because I've been there too, where you're just in constant motion. I mean, they're always in action. They are very clear on the strategy. They're clear on the goals. They're clear on the direction. And the actions that they take are consistent with the words they say. They're consistent with what they've said is valuable and meaningful. They're consistent with what they've said is important to the execution and to the outcomes and to success, their actions are intentional. Their actions have power because their actions have value. And that value is created by providing a solution to an issue that they have identified, right? One of the things I talked to someone about this week was, you know, when something's going on, it's about identifying the issue understanding why it's an issue, providing and or discerning at least an initial solution, and then telling somebody what it is you need. What do I need to make this happen? What do I need to solve this problem? What do I need in support of maybe more research? What do I need in order to move into or continue or finally take action on this thing, right? And by saying and articulating what you need, the actions that you take 
have a higher likelihood of being aligned with how you work and who you are in your skill set, right? Like in your zone. It may be something that you can already do with excellence, right? It may not be in your genius zone, but it's something you can actually execute. It also gives you an opportunity to really understand where you need to ask for help, where you've got a gap and you need some support, right? Or some additional information or what have you to be able to really make the thing happen. Action, an aligned action is powerful because it's easier to adjust and modify and be flexible because you're not initially doing something that's way out of the realm of what you would normally do. It's not out of your norm. And I'm not talking about doing things that make you uncomfortable, right? Because if we're, if we're moving and growing, growth requires discomfort. Moving into the next thing, leveling up requires discomfort. I'm not talking about making sure that every action you take is comfortable because if it's comfortable, are you really taking action? Are you really moving? Or are you staying where you are? Right? Empowered action requires discomfort. It's just intentional so that you are ready to move and able to move through the discomfort because you see the other side of that. It is a lot. The action is aligned with who you are and the discomfort is just something that's on the path to moving to where you're supposed to be. Right? Aligned action is, has more ease to it because it is aligned, but it's not easy. There's a difference. There's a difference. And so when you're going through this week and you're thinking about what action can I take? Cause this action month, I want everybody to be in action this month, right? We're getting ready to go into the last quarter of the year. What actions can you take now that can set you up for the rest of the year, right? I encourage you to be in action. And in order to be in action, have you gotten really clear on what it is you're trying to accomplish? Where are you trying to go? Right? Cause we can do all kinds of busy work. We can say we're in action. We've got the busy badge, right? We've got the crown that says you are the busiest. Yay. I've got my busy trophy and we're busy doing nothing that matters. We are busy being busy. If you are a woman owned business, you are at, have got a team, eight people to 150 people, right? You've got a team that you are working with. You've, you've reached that seven figure mark. And now it's that moving from founder to CEO. You still find yourself doing a lot of stuff. You're still in the midst of all the decisions, all the things that you thought by now you wouldn't be having to do. Reach out. Send me a DM. Um, you can get to me on Facebook or LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, I'm, I'm at laurel-k-rutledge. Send me a DM and say, hey, I want to talk to you. Um, and let's talk about whether it makes sense to have a Founders Intensive. That's a full day here in Houston with me. Um, if there's multiple people in the same location, I might travel for that. Um, but it is intended to be a full day here, uh, Founders Intensive with me to go through your business strategy and your organization strategy. If there's some other things that you know, like you've got a laundry list of things you really want to go through, um, then let's talk about maybe the better thing for you is the three-month advisory program where we meet bi-weekly and have your laundry list of things that we actually take action on and work through. So working with me is about taking action. It's not just about chit-chatting and just asking tons. I do ask tons of questions, but it's really about then let's make a plan and let's do some stuff, right? Because if you're going to invest... Invest to get action and invest to get results. And so, you know, maybe that three-month thing makes sense for you. And so we meet 
for about 90 minutes in the beginning. And then there are six bi-weekly sessions. Um, there are about an hour that have action in between. And we get after those things that are on your list to accomplish in whatever time frame. So again, if you are that woman, or if you know that woman, have them reach out to me. Um, probably easiest on LinkedIn, laurel-k-rutledge, and let me know that's who they are, what they need. Um, and let's just jump on a call and see if it makes sense. The thing is, I fully recognize that I am not for everybody and that's okay, right? I am all about, we're going to get facts. We're going to speak the truth. We're going to be kind and compassionate, right? Because we don't have to be nasty. Um, and that it's about you, not about me, right? And I'm going to live into my genius and I'm going to serve the best way I can. Um, but I'm always going to tell you the truth, even when it's not something you want to hear, right? And I'm going to call out those things that are, that are not aligned. Um, and support you in moving forward. So I am fully aware that that just may not be where somebody else's head is right now. And, th and that's okay, right? That's why there are billions of people on the earth and there are tons of people that do this work. Everyone does it a little bit differently, right? And so what I can tell you is that if someone reaches out to me or you refer someone to me and I am not the right person, I have an incredible network of people <laughs> and I can likely refer them to someone that is a better match. And I am happy to do that because again, being in service means it's not about me. It's about you. It's about getting you the results that you want. If you are in an organization, you're in a corporation, I do selectively work with corporate clients, but it's got to be leaders who are truly building teams, right? They're building good teams. They're building a culture of inclusivity. They're building cultures of honesty and integrity and good work. They're just making some things happen and they're being honest about it. They're calling out things when behavior's wrong. They are moving forward. They are collaborative. They're supportive, but they're also really, really good at being thoughtful and honest and forthright about what's going on in a way that is respectful, but clear. If that's you and you're looking for someone to help your team, again, reach out to me, LinkedIn, laurel-k-rutledge. I'm out there, your chief navigation officer. Just send me a note and let's see if it makes sense for me to support you and what you are trying to do with your team in your organization. And again, if I'm not the right person, I know a lot of people and can probably get you connected to somebody. Um, but I am pretty selective on the, on the corporate side. I've just spent way too much time in some of those organizations and I can, I can sniff when it's not real. And so that's just not something I want to engage in. And again, taking action, I'm just not gonna. And I'm gonna call that out, right, up front. Uh, but let's have a conversation and see if it's something that, uh, that I can be of service to you and to your organization. Because if that's the case, then it is my pleasure to do so. As we end this show today and we move into the rest of this action month, today I want you to think about the actions that you're taking and have them be intentional, but also have them be aligned with who you are. Trying to force action that is so contrary to your very being is just not, one, it's not going to work, but two, it's just painful. It's just painful. And we don't have to be in that kind of pain, right? Because there's all kinds of ways to get things done. So be intentional about your actions this week. Be intentional understand where they're coming from, why you're doing them and how they are aligned clearly with who you are and your mission and your purpose. So that as you're moving and as you're doing some things, you are doing so in a way that is, is fully and wholly who you are and aligned with where you're trying to go. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. 
and I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.